the podcast. <laughs> Thought I'd add that in there, see how that podcast sounds. Podcast edition. Um, the letter for Alpha Bucks, Jess. Oh, what a doozy. Oh boy. You. I don't see, everyone always goes, you. Oh, I don't want to play that one. But less I, words. Less words means more answers, in my opinion. Technically, less words means less. Shut you up, mean Tim. Less words, less options. Yeah. So like, yeah, like there's less option to be like it's the letters D. You're like there is so, so many, so many options. You, it's My like brain you got, kind of yeah, you got less. It's like all what's right. it going to be? And I, um, I'm nearly, I Shush. nearly gave some answers. That's the thing. There's so little <laughs> the, any word. So that's why the example is uh oh. Yep. yep. So do with that what you will. Win a thousand dollars tomorrow. with it. That's what it's I'd not, do. It's not much use for anything else, no, no, no. to be honest. Um, yeah, 8 a.m. Friday morning. Mm. Make sure you use it for RB Fridays as well. You won't hear the music on the podcast because obviously illegal. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Jess, anything you'd like to get off your chest before we get into today's podcast? I just wanted to say um, you will probably hear Tim attempt something new in the podcast today. And uh, I'm really proud of you, buddy. You did much better than I thought you were going to do. Right. Well, Sus. Wanted to give you Sus a compliment. You. Sure. Also, like your new haircut. Looking good. All right, something bad. Slick. Something bad's happened. You've you accidentally withdrawn money from my I account. Hit your car in the yeah, car I thought park. so. That's all right. Can't win them all. Thanks for the uh, honesty. Get that fun feeling in the morning with Tim and Jess. When you see your friends hurting, of course you want to help, right, Jess? You want to help your buddies when something's gone wrong. You try oh, and this is a trap. No, you try and make them feel better about something uh-huh. that maybe they're not proud of. Maybe they're embarrassed of it. Yep. You no, know, you try and make them feel good. That's what I'm going to try and do this morning. Okay. The other day we were talking about Mars and oxygen levels on Mars, and they're, they're starting to create some oxygen in areas on Mars. Very exciting. Very exciting stuff. Jess said this. Does Mars have its own sun like we've got the sun? Like, I know they've got moons, but do they have their own sun? <laughs> oh, no, we share the sun, don't we? <laughs> I'm, finding it, I'm finding it hard to not mansplain or yell. <laughs> Like that's like I know no I appreciate you not immediately making fun of me. I I am very rarely left speechless. <laughs> that was a couple of the days ago on the show. Yep. Since then, it's about a <laughs> hundred thousand people on the internet have just made yeah. like torn me to shreds. Yep. So I was like, you know what? I can see my buddy. I can see she's hurting. Mm. How can I make her feel better? Maybe I offer her a chance of redemption. Oh, Are you open to a chance of redemption? This could go worse for me. And, <laughs> But Jess, that's why I have put together a space quiz for kids. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Can Jess answer five space questions literally designed for children? You know, when I was children, uh, when I was nine, I wanted to be a scientist. So. It's all coming full circle. It certainly is. Tim. I will be your space master. Okay. Quiz Armstrong. Ahoy. Uh, that's as all astronauts say. Jess, I have five questions for you, and this is how you're going to get your redemption. By proving you know stuff about space. I you do. know Mars and us share the same sun. You know everything, right? I certainly do. All right, solar Jess. System. Is this the solar system or the entire universe? This is just our solar system. Okay. Because yep. remember, it is for kids. <laughs> Jess, what is the closest planet to the sun? Our sun. Um, so we're the third rock from the sun because of that TV show. Um, Mars is saying, um, is it Mercury? It is! 
But Mars is not second. Is Mars it? is fourth. Oh, Mars right. is yep. after us. Yep. Good go, though. <laughs> Jess, what is the hottest, hottest planet in our solar system? Um, oh, I really want to make a joke and say Uranus, but I know it's not that. Um, I'm going to say oh, it's the one that with all the gas, the one that's like definitely not livable. Venus? She's pulled it out of her anus. It is. So Mercury is closest, but Venus is hotter because the atmosphere is thicker. Mm. So that's fantastic. A lot of clouds yeah. that you don't want to be a part of. Jess, is the sun a star or a planet? It is a star. It is a star, Jess. And we all share it. We do. Now, Jess, fourth question. We're doing super well okay. so far in this literal space quiz for kids. Does the sun orbit the earth? No, we orbit the sun. (laughs) I should have answered that a lot faster. And the final question for Jess's quiz about space for kids. Can humans breathe in space? (laughs) No. That's why we wear the little space suits. That's why we do it. Redemption (laughs) is achieved. She did it. See, I'm not dumb. I just sometimes Uh, don't think before I speak. Genius! She's a genius! Tim and Jess! Coming up in minutes. All right, put your hands down. You, you, it's, oh, I'm that, so, I, would, I was really scared. That's for grade, that. that's grade three. So. The Hit Breakfast Show with Tim and Jess. Tim, um, I said I had a bit of surprise for you. And on the run sheet um, that we have here for the plan for the show, it says that we are about to do something, but we're not going to be doing that. Because a few weeks ago, you mentioned to me and producer Matt off the air that you think you could be a great flautist. (laughs) Do you confirm or deny that this was the case? I think my blowing capability (laughs) downward is better than the average person. Like when we use the example of like getting like a bottle, Mm. I'm really good at doing the hoo hoo. Sure. Yep. Your exact quote was, if I could get my hands on a flute, I reckon I could nail it in minutes. Oh, I don't know if it was a minute. I said I could get a damn pat in probably a couple of days. You said minutes. Producer Matt, am, am I wrong? He made such a claim. Such a claim. In fact, such a claim that Producer Matt went out and found a secondhand flute. Because I've been asking him, I've been touched by him, I'm like, do we get the flute? Have you bought me my flute? And then he showed me on Facebook that... Because he bought it at Marketplace, didn't you? Mm-hmm. That it was sold. Did you? Was it your sold? Yeah. You Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have presented Tim with the second-hand flute right now in the studio. Sick. This man's claim was that given minutes, he could <laughs> master this blowing capability. So I'm going to give you seven of them, Tim. Oh. You have got... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you have got seven minutes to play us... <laughs> Some sort of a tune. On thirteen ten sixty, if you are a music teacher, if you've ever taught someone the flute, if you've ever learnt the flute as a kid, and you have any tips for Tim, we'd love to hear them. Thirteen ten sixty. Is this left-handed or right-handed? I, I you're you're a lefty. This is this would be good, honestly, to to hear from someone. <laughs> oh. oh, we almost got a note there. In seven minutes, the debut performance. Of the most incredible flautist, Tim. If you don't play some Lizzo for me, mate, just don't bother coming back in seven minutes. I'm finding it. Oh! 
13, 10, 60. If you can help out with Tim's flute playing, give us a call. Yeah. I I genuinely need to find out if this is left-handed or not because I could be playing it upside down. A few moments later. We've given you seven minutes. You had a little practice. Yeah, in the in the ads and the songs, here is how it all, uh, I guess, shaped up initially. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I got a bit excited. I mean, a great start. An excellent start, Tim. I know. We've got a couple of people on the phone. 131060, if you have played the flute or if you have done some sort of musical experience in the past, we, want, we want some people to, uh, I guess, test you, Tim. Kelly, um, uh, sorry, no, Ashley in uh, Shepparton's called through. <laughs> Hello, Ashley. How are you? Um, I'm good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just... <laughs> She's overwhelmed. Just, just flute speaking. What did you think of my fluting? Uh, it was okay. Okay, Ashley, can you show us your credentials? What have you done in the past? Uh, I used to play the recorder. Okay, great. Okay, so <laughs> oh, another woodwind play. family. Um, Tim, can you play Ashley a little tune? <clears throat> I'm going to stop you right there. Um, Ashley, what do you think? I think he's getting better. Yeah. he's Look, he's only had minutes. <laughs> minutes ze- of his career. From zero to now, It's yes. not really a song. Um, That's all right. It's no Lizzo, but it's all right. Uh, thank you, Ashley. We've got Kelly in Mildura. Kelly, you played flute in high school. Is that right? Primary school and high school, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So, you're Kelly, you're like, you've mastered the flute, right? <laughs> That feels strong, but sure. Yeah. Have you have you got any tips for Tim when it comes to his flouting abilities? Look, he's definitely improved from the practice because in the practice that sounded like an awful lot of spit. <laughs> okay, so I, less spit, Tim. I do have a wet rod here in oh, front of me. God, <laughs> God Almighty! Um, what? I like, pretend like you're blowing in the top of a beer bottle. Which yeah, I'm that's sure what I'm good at. Probably done. What a life skill. Okay, so Kelly, we're going to let Tim uh, do you a little performance. Just cut him off when you <laughs> don't want to hear anymore, okay? Okay. Take it away. And three. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, yep, she's that's done. Noise. <laughs> Look, I think, Tim, let's give you more than just a few minutes. Let's it's give you been, a few days. Yeah, give me Maybe some Maybe we'll days. check in next week and see how you're lessons. going. Kelly, any last-minute tips for Tim before he goes away and does some practice? Uh, yeah, just less spit. Okay. <laughs> Not the first really? time. It won't be the last time. Tim and Jess. This is Hit. Ah, the essence of Tim and Jess. Look, Jess and I are doing uh, all we can to make sure that this is getting out to you the best way possible, but um, it's not always going to fall on our shoulders. We need some other people to do, not heavy lifting, Mm. but like definitely like have a spotter. Look, it has our face on it, yes, but this is really Victoria's and the border community's air freshener. We want you to be 
a part of it and you to feel like it's your air freshener too. And on a personal note, I've got some stuff going on. <laughs> to have someone else help with the marketing would be fantastic. <laughs> uh, and that's why we're looking for um, the new title within the company mm-hmm. of Unpaid Ambassador. Yes. Wow. Offic- unofficial uh, unpaid ambassadors for the Tim and Jess no, air freshers. No, no, no. They're officially unpaid. That's it's, not, <laughs> that's, it's, it's something that I'm very excited about letting them know. Uh, apparently, we have Sally in Leechville. On 131060, Sally, uh, you potentially are applying for the position of unpaid ambassador? Yes, I am. Okay. Okay. So have you got your hands on an air freshener currently, Sally? No, I haven't, but I've been listening to it and I'm thinking, "Mm, no. (laughs) Now, Sally, the fact that you're already willing to be an unpaid ambassador without even copping a whiff of Mm -hmm. the essence of Tim and Jess, which is (laughs) scented osmanthus, if if you haven't heard, and it smells like fresh, lovely apricots. The fact that you're oh. willing to already jump on board is really, really uh, impressive to see, you know, as your employer. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what, what qualities could you bring to the position of unpaid ambassador? Well, I could recommend it to the district around here because it's dairy industry. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, huge good. Industry. And we, we need to break into that market. Yeah. You so do because, <laughs> oh, it's the car you drive in when you're working in the dairy industry smells like cow poop mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and is dairy. Yeah. yeah, it smells like a dairy and we really need to uh, crisp up the air in our, my car. So you're telling me and the make... combination of dairy and poo isn't <laughs> a nice sense? Uh, well, um, the smell of milk's nice. <laughs> <laughs> when it's valid. Yep. When it's fresh. Yeah. Now, Sally, uh, so you, you would like it in your car, you would like it in there. What what would you be uh, forthcoming and doing as the unpaid ambassador for the essence of Tim and Jess? Oh, well, I would be willing to, uh, everywhere I go, yep. say, look what I've got, get one, mm-hmm. please buy it. It's, it's so nice, it's so fresh, mm. and it smells like apricots, and my car is a testament. Come and have a smell. Could you put it on a lanyard and wear it around your neck? <laughs> Oh, well, I never thought of that. Yes, probably. <laughs> might, you know, no, this is synergy. I could put it around my wrist and just go, here, everyone smell this. That's good. That's good, too. A new fashion accessory. All right, Sally, uh, we're going to put you back to producer Matt now and get your details because I think I think we yep. might, might be moving forward with this. Quickly, Jared, uh, you'd like to be applying for the role of unpaid ambassador as well? Yes, I definitely would. From uh, one part of the dairy industry to another, Jared, I guess. You're delivering that milk that um, Sally and Leachville would maybe getting sorted. Uh, so how could you best uh, implement your skill set here, Jared? Okay, well, seeing I'm on the road, I can definitely spot the Tim and Jess merchandise hanging from, from cars and also see unhappy drivers that could probably do with an air freshener You're in so their car right. as well. You're so Huge right, Jared. Jared. Are you uh, opposed to tapping on your window, trying to get someone next to you to wind down their window so you can be like, Oi! You got a Tim and Jess air freshener yet? Oh, most definitely. I've right. actually got two. I actually have two. You've got two already? Wow. Yes. <laughs> twice yes, twice the average. Twice. <laughs> Jared, thank you very much. Uh, stay on hold. We're going to get all your information. And uh, I, I'm excited. This could be a dual role. This, yeah. This, this sounds like we've got some great candidates, Jess. I think uh, let's record some testimonials next week mm-hmm. um, and really get it out and about. Get that fun feeling in the morning with Tim and Jess. Elon Musk. 
We've talked about him a lot lately. Billionaire. Um, there is a project that he has been working on that we have been very sceptical about. I mean, there's so many. Uh, like, he's, he's obviously big into electric cars. SpaceX, I believe, is his little baby. Do you remember us talking about the Neuralink chip? Chip me, daddy. Yes. Chip me, musky. Put uh, it in me now. Elon Musk's Neuralink chip uh, company. Uh, that develops implantable brain-machine interfaces, was founded in 2016. They have been working towards doing the very first human trials. And you and I were like, no. Don't. I don't want, don't put a chip in me. No, thank you. No, thank you ever. Unfortunately, Tim, another company has beaten Elon Musk, pipped him at the post. Ah. Yes. There is a new technology company in the game called Synchron, uh, which also launched in 2016. I just see, I don't know what this is, but all I see is the war between Neuralink and what is the other one called? Synchron. It sounds it sounds like a bloody Decepticon from Transformers. Tim, Synchron have successfully implanted its brain chip into a human this past July. Just a couple of months ago, they've called it a success now. In the last couple of weeks, it's dubbed the Stentron Brain Implant, a paperclip-sized chip, lets the wearer control a computer using just their thoughts. And it works and everything? Apparently, yeah. It was it implanted into a man who was among six patients with severe paralysis uh, at Mount Cyanide Hospital in New York. Okay. And according to this report, the trial was dubbed absolutely successful because... This patient, paralyzed patient, was able to control his phone and his computer using just his thoughts. I mean, it's wild, and if it's safe, but firstly, fix your naming. They all sound like evil (laughs) synagogue. I I like that they're starting with, like, okay, it's a medical thing. So it's like, all right, we're going to help people who could otherwise not do these things for themselves. Yeah, don't do it like it's like oh, it's like the brand new iPhone and how you it's, got to live your life. It's a, uh. According to them, the procedure is minimally invasive, but it takes about two hours. Do you want me to describe it to you or is that too far? I'll buzz out when <laughs> I don't like it or I think that it's not fair for people listening. Sure. So Synchron's brain-computer interface, or the BCI as they're calling it, uh, is implanted into the motor cortex of the brain through the jugular vein. Out. Thank you. Anyway, Jess, what's coming up in three minutes, please? <laughs> no, nah, lost, you lost me a needle in the jugular where your throat is. The Hit Breakfast Show with Tim and Jess. You are about to enter the courtroom of Tim and Jess. The cases are real. The stories aren't always important. But the rulings are final. This is your courtroom. You be the judge. Recess adjourned in the courtroom of Tim and Jess where we bring arguments once a week. The only time we fully disagree. Mm-hmm. And someone else on 131060 to be the judge. Tell us who's right and then we move on. Resent free. We implore you to do it with the people in your life. Yeah. Um, and, you know, use your state-based radio breakfast program to <laughs> ask the people. Or just ask someone like in the lunchroom <laughs> that's minding their own business. You know, who's right, Tiffany? Tell me now. We do really appreciate the, all the jury weighing in um, at uh, Tim and Jess Group Therapy on Facebook, Tim. A um, lot of people concerningly not using handbrakes at all, but that is the discussion. 
for today. How do you use your handbrake? If you are confused and you want to see the video uh, of Tim's video explanation, you can go and check it out on the Facebook page. I just think that, yeah, there's the, the, the way that most people know. You put you drive into a park, you put it in park, handbrake on. Yes. I learned maybe 10 years ago that there's a way to do it where potentially it could save your gearboxing transmission having the brake locked on it is I put it in neutral, put handbrake on, put my foot off the brake, and then I put it into park. Right. Just the wrong way. <laughs> You've defeated me, Jess. You've <laughs> defeated me. I just, it, I'm just trying to save my, I want my car to last for a right. long time. And this but is But what I'm telling you is it. it's got nothing to do with that. Like it doesn't, it just doesn't matter. You're doing it for no reason. Thank you, mechanic Jess. Okay. I trust you. Let, let's see what the judge has to say today. Today, we've got Terry. Good morning, Your Honour. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, we're going all right now. You've been driving for 30 years. What are your thoughts on um, how people should be using a handbrake? Uh, you're exactly 100% right. Um, you need to pull up, put your handbrake on, foot off uh, with it in neutral. And I normally actually turn the vehicle off and then put it into park. So then the car's resting completely on the handbrake. Terry. You don't rest it, don't rest it on the gearbox at all. Terry, no. Are you kidding me? The what? What are the benefits of doing this? Like, Tim cannot be said. right, Terry. He yeah, he's 100% right. Oh. Um Basically, if I've been doing the same day dot for 30 years and it's never changed. If you put it in park without handbrake or anything and then you try and take it and put it in drive, the gearbox will do a massive clunk and that's you basically damaging your gearbox trying to rip it back out of park. Is that that clunk that you keep talking about? No, I don't talk about any clunks. (laughs) Terry, (laughs) Terry, this has got to be like older cars, right? Like you've been driving for 30 years. Maybe 30 years ago this was the case. But maybe in 2022 we don't need to do it anymore. (laughs) I wish it was true, but no, it happens in old vehicles. And I drive cars, motorbikes, and I'm currently in a truck at the moment. Yes, had you considered? No. I like that. I like his opening statement. Well, well Terry, uh, going to hand you the gavel when it comes to putting your brake on. What is the correct order? The uh, correct order is a neutral handbrake. Yep. Foot off, rested on the um, yeah. handbrake, and then put it in park. I'll be honest, Terry, when you say it like that, it does seem like it's a longer process. <laughs> I, would, yeah. I would advise using a bit of a quicker tone, but I'm a but huge more... supporter. It's getting into that uh, muscle memory, like you said. Like it takes yeah. maybe 0.2 of a second yeah. to change your habit, but it's mm. just changing that habit. Thank you. Terry. Well, now that it is uh, state law, you'll have to go and watch the video at Tim and yeah, Jess yeah, Group yeah. Therapy Facebook page of Tim showing us the most lengthy process oh, for apparently I'll, a good reason. Babe, I'll show you how fast I can go. Oh, I'll bet you I can get into neutral handbrake part before you do the part. That's how fast I can go. What? Exactly. That's how fast <laughs> I can go. That was Tim and Jess's podcast.